Welcome to another episode of Slide Between the Pages with your hosts, Beck and Amanda. This podcast is dedicated to our love of sexy, spicy, dark and gritty romance novels. Please be warned that our episodes are explicit and do contain spoilers. If you have any triggers, please check each book we recommend before you read them. Otherwise, hang on tight and enjoy the ride. Welcome, friends. This week, we are super excited to be talking to JT Geisinger. Welcome, JT. Hi, thank you for having me. We are really excited because we've got a lot to unload in relation to Pen Pal. Um, But firstly, I must say, (laughs) when we were having you on, I was like, okay, how do we pronounce the surname? Went to Instagram and you have, it's Geisinger, like a male vocalist. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. I love that. I'm like, people find that helpful because my last name gets butchered a lot. So I could imagine. I was like, literally, okay, how does this, how is this said? And then, yeah, I saw that and I was like, fantastic. That's great. I love it. Had I been smart or had half a brain, I would have probably just shortened it to singer or something like that. But when I was first started publishing, I didn't think about that. So now I'm stuck with Guy Singer. So (laughs) (laughs) that's cool. That's cool. I like, I like the, um, pronunciation um, explanation. It's fantastic. But you are obviously number one international and Amazon charts, best-selling author. You've got 30 novels and there's a range of them. So we've got funny, feisty, rom-coms, intense thrillers. Um, I think we could like add a little bit of all of those categories into pen pal. Um, Mm. (laughs) They kind of cover up everything. Um, and they've been translated in, into over 20 languages worldwide, which is so awesome. Do you find that when you release, you know, a book in a different language, it's kind of like, you know, redoing the release all over again? Not really. Um, because my foreign publishers handle all of that. So I will, once I sign the contract, they do all the translation and everything else. And sometimes there's a new cover and sometimes there's not, but they handle everything. So the oh, book is fantastic. already written. Yeah. And then I'll just get tagged on social media and it's like, oh, it's coming out in check now. <laughs> or something. So <laughs> I, re, I repost that on my stories or what have you. So it's kind of just a nice little addendum to the, the publishing process. It's not hard at all. <laughs> That's fantastic. But you still get the thrill of like probably new new readers that are reaching out to say, wow, this I've read it and, and whatnot, which is always nice, I imagine. I do. I do. And um, although sometimes it's difficult because they'll send me messages in whatever language that it's in, you know, I'll get, I'll get messages in Japanese or in Turkish or what have you. And I'm just like, I hope this is a nice message. Cause I don't know what it says. <laughs> Google <laughs> translate, just copy and paste. Yeah. Yeah, I do it, like that feature. on. Or I don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that feature on TikTok actually. Like if you have comments in different um, languages that you can just translate directly in tiktok that's always helpful um I'm scared of TikTok. i don't even go over there so i just claim my profile but i i don't go on tiktok so yeah no i, I can understand that I, it is a scary place it scares me as well I, mm-hmm. does it? amanda yeah. does a lot of our tiktok stuff and i'm just like i don't know it just overwhelms me <laughs> It is. It seems like it's very intense. I got off Twitter like three or four years ago because it was just so intense. I'm like, I can't take this. Okay. I'm getting off Twitter. So now I just have Facebook and Instagram. That's it. So I feel like they're definitely the more, yeah, 
comfortable social media platforms as opposed to and TikTok you just don't know you're going to get banned we're not sure oh what happened you're joining there's an additional you joining the meeting (laughs) are they wearing pink (laughs) okay we're back guys we had a bit of a technical glitch because you see what happened was JT was just kept joining but not actually herself. So I feel like there's definitely like a paranormal entity joining us today Very on the really. podcast. So welcome. Oh. Welcome entity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't, don't welcome it in. We don't just just to the podcast. Sorry. Sorry. We're just welcoming to the podcast. Um, after that, you can go home. Uh, now, <laughs> yes. So today specifically, we're going to talk about your most recent release, which was Pen Pal, which is a brilliant book. Absolutely devoured it. Um, Now, just to let you know, Beck and my dynamic, I read everything and then Beck follows suit. Mm -hmm. This time it was the other way around, which is very unusual for me. Beck read Pen Pal first because I was in the middle of reading another book. So when I was reading it, I was sending her all my thoughts um, and she was getting great enjoyment out of. I love your theories. I love them. I feel we should even talk about them as we go through because they were so (laughs) hilarious. I'd love to hear them. Yeah, I'd love to hear them. (laughs) Literally like at at each point in the book, I feel like every chapter I was getting, okay, and the theory would <laughs> just change. And then it would evolve. And then, like, this was just being, like, one message chain. They'd be, like, message after message. Okay, I think this, 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 this. No, I'm circling back now. I think it's this. And <laughs> so. And did either one of you ever guess the ending or guess what happened before? Not completely, not, I don't not think. Not completely, Mm-mm. no. Okay. okay. I think we guessed elements, uh-huh. but not the whole. Because I dropped some pretty big breadcrumbs, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes if you're not you're not paying attention, you're not expecting it. You're just going along, and then you don't see the breadcrumbs until the end, and then you go, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so I went into this completely by I can't remember if I seen it where I seen it. it Might have been on TikTok, and yeah, you saw um, oh, Paula. Paula. Yeah, yeah, Paula, Paula was doing um, it. Did it, and I was like, I I didn't even finish watching her video. I was like, done, download immediately. <laughs> Because I've, I've obviously I've read um, your other books as well, but I, I must have completely missed this one coming out. And I'm like, download straight away. I had no idea. All I heard was it was a, th- a bit of a like cycle, like a bit of a psychological thriller, a bit of suspense. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Love this. And then <laughs> I'm like going through each point. I was so frustrated because <laughs> now I know what Amanda feels when I don't read at the same time. She does. <laughs> so I'm like. I need to tell you my theories. So that's no, why. Because she read it first. Yeah. I think there's a, I think there's a massive breadcrumb right at, right at the beginning. But we I, both, I think we both picked up on that one. We both picked up on that one. And we can yeah. talk about it as we go. But um, the ending, no, like there was a, there was an element of it, which I was like, no. Nah. Did not say that. Good. Well, that's good because you. Yeah, I don't. I, I would hate for everybody to be like, yeah, I figured it out in the first chapter. So no, most that's right. Pretty surprised, 
And a lot of people are doing the same thing you two did where they're buddy reading with someone and they're exchanging theories and, uh, or they finish the book and they'll wake their husband up at five o'clock in the morning and start screaming at him about what, what just happened in the book. And he's like, what is this crazy woman yelling at me about? You know? <laughs> but I think though, what I found and what I loved the most about your writing in this was like, even though I was so sure of something that like the, the biggest thing at the start, I you I was really second guessing myself. I'm like, no, that can't be right. <laughs> like, but then something will happen. I'm like, no, maybe it is. No, actually, it's not. So even though I felt like we picked it, there was definitely elements where you're like, oh, I don't know, mm, maybe maybe not. Maybe I'm mm. not right. I think I've got this completely wrong. So yeah, yeah. I I and I loved that. Like, try to figure it out. And I was like so into it, trying to pick up all the clues. <laughs> stuff and I still there was like yeah parts where I was like no did not see that coming yeah well because it's basically well I, I can't give away the spoiler but so as I'm writing it I knew what was happening obviously um and I knew that I had to make it where if you go back and you read it it will make sense, but it was actually very, very tricky. And that's why I, I have a decompression group for this book because a lot of people at the end are like, okay, I need help. What just happened? Yeah, <laughs> so absolutely. I joined, yeah. I found that decompression group yesterday actually. Oh, okay. So I'm in your okay. normal reading group. And then I, I came across um, someone mentioning, it. I'm like, what? <laughs> this was here that whole time? Yeah, I actually updated the end of the book so that it, it, like after the acknowledgements, it says, if you need help, (laughs) (laughs) you you need to cry or scream with someone else, you know, you can join the decompression group. So I did that with another book of mine too, Pen Pal, um, because I think a lot of my romances are mostly, um, they're, you know, they're they're regular romances with a more of a conventional happily ever after. Um, And then there's something like this where people are not expecting it. And then they get to the end and they feel like they just got hit in the face by a brick which is good and bad right mm. <laughs> so I think it's helpful when you can share that experience with other readers and, and talk about absolutely <laughs> no no yeah. it was it was honestly like very enjoyable uh and I think this is probably one of the fastest books Beck has ever read because mm. she like went through it so quickly so quick. um, I was like done I'm done so, and I'm not typically, like, I think I'm a fast reader, but I'm absolutely not. Um, and I was like, Amanda's a speed reader because she cheats, but we'll get, that's another story. But I was oh. like, you could literally read this in an hour. So I like, hurry up. Read it in an hour. But she's <laughs> like, look, you will, you'll get it done. I needed to know your thoughts by this point in time. I'm like, oh. anyway, well, it's obviously. Very, it's very cool for me to hear people people's reactions like your guys is listening to it because as I'm writing it you know I'm just sitting in my room I I write in bed in my office I have a bed in my office and I just sit there and I write and I'm just entertaining myself going along and I'm giggling and I'm taking notes and everything so at the end I have no clue if people are going to love it or be like meh or you know whatever so it's kind of it tickles me to hear people talk about it like this um, where it's an experience that you can share with other readers so that's cool (laughs) Absolutely. No, honestly, it was, I really, really enjoyed it. And the reason just letting everybody that's listening know, we're not going into too much detail because there are a lot of twists and turns into this book. And that's what makes the book. We don't want to give the spoilers away for this one, because if there is anybody reading or listening that hasn't read it yet, we don't want to spoil it. We want you to go Mm -hmm. in and get the exact same experience that we did because it is seriously a great read. 
Um, but I think there are certain parts that we can talk about without spoiling it. Um, so I, I would like to talk about the, the chase scene through the forest. Oh, That's my favorite final. scene in the whole book. <laughs> Mm. yeah and I feel like we can talk about that without giving anything away but damn (laughs) damn that that was my first foray into primal play yeah Um, and I I really didn't even know that that was a thing until somebody in Geisinger's gang my Facebook group happened to mention this book that they were reading and it was primal he was a primal dom and I said well what the hell is that and and they explained it and I was like oh that sounds great (laughs) it really does doesn't it yeah that sounds really good so because you know there's a lot of different ways you can go with making a a, sort of a alpha male character and after a while it's like if you're doing the the, kind of the bdsm thing then that becomes a little too you know it's like i kind of like to branch out and go different ways with it and that primal thing was something that i had not done before and it was a lot of fun because um there's consent there obviously he's not just throwing around in the forest or what have you but but she's also very totally taken aback by this whole experience because she's never had anything done like this to her before and yes. he's so into it she's just like I think I'm really into it too you know she didn't know <laughs> so that was fun to write that was a lot of fun to write I was sweating through that whole chapter oh, as I'm writing <laughs> I was let's just say things other than sweat were occurring during that <laughs> during that scene. Even 80 bits were tingling. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) When he's chasing it through the living room, I was like, yeah, I know. And what I liked about it as well was like, you know, if he caught her, she was just like, she would like pretend like I'm, I'm captured. And then she'd be like, bam. And then she'd run away. I'm like, Oh my God, I would totally be a part of this. I'd be running. Then I'd pretend that I'd given in. Oh yeah. This would be so, so good. Yeah. It was, a, yeah, he was a fun uh, book boyfriend and that was a fun, uh, it was kind of hard to do actually, because the whole first like three quarters of the book is just like, you know, them doing their thing and there's lots of smut and then, and then all of a sudden it becomes like, wait, whiplash, you know, what's going on now? <laughs> um, and so it was a little bit hard to integrate the ending with the beginning. Um, and that's one of the reasons the book wasn't too long, I think, because this is one of my one of my shorter books. I usually write books that are like 100,000 words, and this one is 80,000, because at some point you just have to get to the end of this book or else I think it would have ruined the pacing, you know? Yeah. So there's enough mystery in the beginning with all the things that are happening in her house and the confusion and all these things that that pulls you through the story. And then yeah. the whole situation with... Um, the hot roofer and that pulls you through the story and then you get to the point where you're like okay wait a minute what now yeah Uh, and then you have to read to the end so absolutely (laughs) even you know the element like she's getting these letters and the whole time you just like what's happening who's what's happening (laughs) absolutely you know the name did you go back and read the letters at all because that was kind of another thing that I did at the end of the book I went back and I read the letters yeah because it was Heart it all kind of made sense that I was like but then I was like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such it's such an emotional roller coaster and I love it really is yeah like, absolutely yeah I was trying because Amanda Amanda as well like I'm, I try and get her to read things that aren't your typical happy ever after as well and she's like she's like I need to be mentally there for it. I'm like well you know it's kind of subjective like yeah it's awful 
but also not. Hopefully, I, I liked it. Beautiful in its own way, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I was yeah. totally there for it. Um, but we would. Where like- I've read some that are absolutely not a happy ever after. And I know Amanda. I'm gonna have to really push her. To I read. can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> and I'm like, it's yeah. subjective though. And she's like, no. <laughs> I like to have some element of hope, at least at the end. Um, yes. And I think in this one, to me, I know, I know there was controversy about the ending and, and, and if it is categorized or not as happily ever after. To me, it's the ultimate happily ever after. Oh, I you, think so too. Well, I think so. Okay. And some people yeah. say no. So, so it's, very, it's very subjective, like you said, mm-hmm. but you know art is subjective everybody has their absolutely like that so I really wanted to make it an experience for the reader um because my standalone books tend to be out there right my series books you kind of know what you're getting I I, I stick to the same formula and what have you I don't want there to be any big surprises but when I do a standalone I'm just like let's go for it let's make this absolutely See see what people think yeah and so I like to take those kind of risks and and uh, this one actually, it worked out really, really well because I have never had such an amazing response um, to a novel. And, and also because of the element of what's in it, I'm getting a lot of personal messages from people sharing stories um, about their lives and things. And I can't say too much about that without yeah, spoiling yeah. either, but there's, there's been a lot of, um, it has touched a lot of people, which I find so satisfying as a writer to it's entertaining but it's also some people have have told me that it's just you know touched them on a, on a really personal level and I'm getting all these stories about these things that have happened to people yeah um, that happened to kind of Kayla in the book and I just I get chills because it's you know it's the big it's the big question right like what happens mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> so, uh, absolutely I think, I think that's how I sold it to Amanda as well I'm like look it's not typical but I it's a beautiful ending like I like that what happened so I, I think, liked it I, yeah. I loved it um, and I, I'm on the topic of the ending I must say that the very last part of the epilogue like mm-hmm. freaking loved that <laughs> that yeah. was I got a good laugh out of that part that was so hilarious. that that one word, and I won't say what it is because that's yeah. a spoiler too. That was stuck in my head the whole time I was writing the book. And I'm like, I have to work this in somewhere. <laughs> and so it just had to be at the very end, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That way, it that cracked me up. I was just like, yeah, because yeah, I that would show be you me. my notes of, of this novel as I was writing this novel. I have a whole, um, a whole notebook full of just like notes and okay you have to remember to go back and do this but that one word is like written really big and scribbled like 12 times <laughs> it must be said somewhere. it must be said and i i love it it was very poetic i'm like yeah. yes yeah yes. i would i would totally be doing it yeah 100 percent. it'd be me and worse yeah worse yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. yeah so good i'm glad you like that part <laughs> Absolutely. And actually we did get a question from TikTok from Becca who did want to know whether the feedback for the book was an unexpected surprise for you, which, you know, I guess you were touching on just before, but yeah, like. Is she talking positive or negative or both? Um, I'm thinking positive because she said she absolutely loved the book. Yeah. She said she loved it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking she meant positive. Um, I kind of had a feeling that it was going to be, 
a big book just because the, I had a very visceral reaction to the photograph. I, I saw the cover model first, then I wrote the blurb and I just had, I had this weird feeling that this was gonna be a big um, sort of a breakout novel. And, and because I had already, in another book I had written, um, a character is writing a book and she's thinking about the scenario. Yeah. So I sort of had this little thing in my head, like, wouldn't it be cool if, if this was this book? So I, so I wrote it and I just sort of had a feeling that it was gonna be big. And then um, there was a lot of uh, buzz about it. And then as soon as it came out, it just sort of blew up, you know, and it just became, it was a bestseller like in three countries and it was, it's on the, still on the Amazon chart. And I just was like, wow, because I think it's unusual enough so that people, um, the thing about romance is you, you know, it's very tropey and it's very, you always kind of know where you're going. And so yep. every once in a while where you, when you don't know where you're going, I think people mm -hmm. talk about it a little bit more. Absolutely. Um, so I, I have really um, been blown away by the amount of positive feedback too. But again, there were people who are just like, okay, this doesn't have the traditional HEA and yeah. that upset them. So, and you know what? I have to just say that um, I, I have always been of the opinion that everyone's opinion of my work is valid, whether they love it or they hate it or yeah. they're entirely indifferent. It's valid because you're the reader like you don't owe the author any kind of five-star review, right? So I just want people to experience it. Um, and then, you know, it's out of my hands from there. It's my job to kind of just create the art and it's other people's jobs to digest it and interpret it and talk about it and what have you. So, but it's been a really fun sort of overwhelming experience for me. I mean, this is my 30th novel. So it's like, I've yeah. done this in the times, you know but this one was kind of like, boom. <laughs> yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's the nature of social media sometimes as well, because I know I've seen it all over TikTok and mm -hmm. TikTok is very uh, big in terms of, you know, book promotion and everything at the moment. And I've just seen it everywhere. So yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, in saying that, as you said, like people are going to have different opinions and Beck and I are very conscious about that. When we go into a book, we won't look at people's like negative responses about a book in, as such, we look at the book itself and is this something that we might like? Because we know very much that we've read books that we haven't enjoyed, but other people have thoroughly enjoyed them. So, you know, right. going into it and going, oh, well, people said it's not good. We wouldn't like it or whatever. We never, we don't do that. We just go, okay, what's it about? Yep. Sounds like it's up our alley. Let's go into it like completely open-minded because which People is great. do have and different experiences. Like you don't like it. You just yeah. move on to yeah, the next thing. So. I know. And I, I think that that's what annoys me. Like when you see people that just put, oh, it's my biggest my biggest pet hate is like when people they don't like something and then you read the review and you're like you're actually putting shit on the work like you're not even like you don't have to like it and that's fine. Just say it's not for you. Don't. Mm. literally like tear it apart because it's just not necessary like I don't think I, I can't stand reviews. yeah I mean I don't do that you don't do that but I get why people feel the need to do it people get very worked up about mm. and I actually do, think yeah. it's kind of a good thing they get passionate about it so passionate, exactly I yeah I almost would rather have them like hate it and want to tell everyone how much they hate it than just be like meh and and totally forget about it you know so at it's least bringing up a, I'm not a, trying a to, reaction to it. I'm just trying to make you know to, to write good books but no absolutely but sometimes th things just push people's buttons so that's okay yeah we must comment on the covers because as you said you you got the cover you did the you did the blurb um mm -hmm. 
the covers for your books are like stunning. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, obviously before this one, we had um, one of our friends is on one of your covers actually. Um, the Queens and Monsters. Yes, Chris. Oh, I love him. He's such a wonderful human being. He so really sweet. is. Yeah. 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 Um, and Boy, was yeah. that a fun uh, job for me to look through all of his galleries <laughs> from Michelle Lancaster, the photographer. I was just like, I caught, there's like four girls like, okay. <laughs> just staring at all these like, oh my God, look at this one. It took days for me to finally choose. Cause it was like. You want to be days. thorough with a, with a, you know, something like that. Mm. He, yeah, he is very beautiful and he's, you know, he photographs really well. And uh, the first two books in the Queens and Monsters series were from a stock photo site. Um, and I, on the third book, I was like, I saw this picture of this model Sojmani um, from Wander Aguiar Photography. Yes. And I said, oh, okay, I'm paying for that. And then I wanted <laughs> the next one, you know, so, uh, so I found Chris from another photographer. And so now I'm all about the, the custom photos because I, they're just insane, right? They really are insane. And I love all of Michelle's work and Wanda Agua um, has beautiful work. Um, beautiful so, yeah. models. I mean, a beautiful the only models, problem yeah. is like, so for instance, on, um, on uh, Pen Pal, I have not been able to advertise that on Amazon because they have decided that he is too sexy. I don't oh. know whether because there's like a nipple showing or because I think his top button is undone on his jeans or something, but they're like, this is scandalous. We cannot. This is way too scandalous. It is. Let me have a look so, at this. I sent my uh, cover designer an email saying, okay, can you maybe just like Photoshop in like a button on his jeans and then we'll see if we can get it through the sensors. So that hasn't happened yet. What but are you talking I, about? He's basically clothed like, I, know, I, just I know but it. they don't like nip oh so man nipple is kind of a they don't like that and I think they just said it was too it was uh sexually suggestive he's just standing there but I'm like well he is I mean absolutely awesome. like he does look it's like the he's look in the eyes me it's the look in the eyes he's running me through the he's going through the forest for sure <laughs> he definitely does look like that <laughs> that is a lion stalking his bunny right oh yes, yes please <laughs> yeah um, yeah, yeah right I mean look that's I know. a real shame. Shame on them. <laughs> well, I think part of what has really helped the sales of that book has been that cover. So yeah, I don't want to change it too much, you know, just to advertise it because it's it's got great word of mouth. And he just looks, I just, there's something about his face that I just love. So. Yeah, it's very intense. It's a very I use on, on two covers now, so I can't use him again. But I just, I'm like, maybe I'll just buy more pictures of him and <laughs> keep him on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> just for my own personal use <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah just for inspiration exactly. um, for future exactly. books yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> it is a very intense cover like I feel like everything about it is intense even just like the red like mm. it yeah. just is like hmm, this looks this definitely looks like something <laughs> that happens. yeah so I gave that whole concept to my cover designer I said here's the photo here's how I want the text to look yeah. This is exactly how I want it. And you just have to add some kind of an element of writing in there because it's pen pal. Yeah. So she came up with having the little, you know, the writing yeah. in the in the first word of the title, which I thought was brilliant. So yeah, I love um, that too. Yeah. It was definitely a concept book. The whole thing I just sort of saw right from the beginning. And a lot of times I don't have that. I'll just start with an idea of two people in some conflict and then I just sort of write it and, and you know, kind of go as I do it as I go but this one I sort of knew exactly I had to know what the ending was or else none of it would have made any sense but 
um, yeah, this was a, it was a fun, fun project. And now I'm not working on anything for a while because I just need to like brain dump and not do anything for a while. Yeah, I can, I can imagine based, based <laughs> off that you need a lit, that was intense. You need a little bit of some downtime after that. It wasn't <laughs> not just the writing process, you know, the reaction to it and, um, and every, and the messaging. And I mean, I, like I told you, I was on like vacation afterwards and I could not relax because it was just the social media was blowing up and I, my email was blowing up and I'm just like, okay, I'm on a beach in Mexico. How do I, <laughs> how do I deal with all this? This is crazy. So but at good. least you had um, cocktails to a lot to get of you cocktails, and that's Many. and you know makes it a little bit better in that yeah. regard. <laughs> also, I'm just envisioning that cover with like red foil lettering. I don't know why. <laughs> oh it's like it'd be stunning. <laughs> I'm a, so, so I'm a little bit obsessed with foil cover, and I think we need a hard cover. So those will probably be coming. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So getting into some questions, what Mm -hmm. got you into writing? What started you with it? Twilight, honestly. Yeah. So I read Twilight um, and I loved it. Um, And then I read an interview with Stephanie Meyer where she said she didn't have any experience as a writer. She was a homemaker, right? She was just a mom and uh, staying at home with her kids. And she woke up from some dream that she had about this vampire who was in love with this human that he wanted to, you know, kill. And, and she, she was like, I just started writing it. And I, I just went, you know, God, if she could do it, I could do it. I mean, I found that very inspirational. Yeah. So I decided to write a book. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. And so it took me a while to figure out how to write a book. Cause I mean, I, I love books and I've always read books. And so you kind of, when you start writing from that place, you kind of have a sense of how it should go, you know, the pacing and what have you, but it's kind of a learning process. So um, then I found a, a literary agent and then she found a publisher and they, she sold the book. So that was basically how I started from Twilight because I loved Edward Cullen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so team Edward. Yep. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, you know, I look at the end of the day, I'm also team Edward. Um, <laughs> it's so funny because I was like, so team Jacob, right. And then during the last lockdown we had, I don't know, what was it just before Christmas last year, they had all the twilights on like Netflix or something. And so oh. I was like, well, I've got nothing else to do. I'm just going to binge twilight. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I've matured and now I'm team Edward. and in the movie just his jawline and he smoldered so well I don't know I went to see that movie with my husband I dragged him along and the entire time it was me and 4,000 other women and him and the entire time during the movie all you can hear next to me is like you know and like he's I can hear him rolling his eyes he's so like disgusted and then he'll he'd mutter stuff under his breath like unbelievable I'm like would you shut up you're ruining it for me (laughs) ruining the experience well to be fair we um so when the Twilight movies were coming out, we, every time they came out, like we would organize an entire bunch of girls and go to gold class, which is like the recliners and the food nice. and the drinks. Yep. It was amazing. Yep. It was amazing. Oh. And honestly, it was the experience, especially the final movie when, you know, the twist at the end and everybody's like, <gasps> oh my <Yeah>. God. <laughs> Even yeah. watching it again, like, so mm-hmm. it was so funny because my daughter started watching it with me and, um, 
like because she's like what is this like the first one she's like what are you watching like this is weird what is this terrible and, like, sit down <laughs> and appreciate it and then my little boy started watching he, he got into it he liked the werewolf component and yeah. then when we were watching the last one that, that by that point they were heavily invested invested in the journey yeah. and then <laughs> when that happens they're like oh, oh my god mom <laughs> i know that part was like, devastating but they did that really good I know, they did, but the whole really time I'm like, <laughs> yeah, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like so, torturing them. Yeah. Well, that's an awesome journey. Like, but I agree, it is it is inspirational to say, well, you know, she woke up one day and went, This is for me. I'm doing it. And then you did really the same thing. Started, oh, well, okay. It was almost like somebody needed to give me permission to do it. Cause I think everybody <laughs> has a book in them or an idea, you know, everybody, when people find out I'm an author in my real life, they're like, Oh, I had this idea for a book. So it just seems kind of like a universal thing. Um, but yeah, I just felt like she sort of gave me permission to go ahead and do it. And I didn't tell anybody because it, you know, what if it didn't sell? Um, <laughs> yeah. And now you look back at that. And have a good laugh. Me, yeah, so, yeah. In fact, when I told my parents, they were like, okay. <laughs> uh, hmm, all right. And then, you know, it was published and it, and it did well. They were like, who knew? I think they didn't, they didn't think I had it in me. So you're, right. Right. Like, yeah. you're like 30 books later, mom and dad. Here yeah. we go. Okay. <laughs> <Sailed it. laughs> um, do you have a favorite book or character of your own that you've written today? Um, I get that question a lot. One of the characters that I who I would have to say I love the most is Joellen from Melt For You. I don't know if you guys have read that one, um, but it's a romantic comedy and she has the same kind of negative inner dialogue that I have about um, her body image. And so I have a soft spot for her. Um, I have to write a serial killer and see like, oh, I think I like this girl. You know, <laughs> I'm totally here for the serial killer tribe. Like, we're totally here for the female serial killer. Like go for oh, it. Like we're, we're going to okay. gobble that up for sure. Yeah. You could do that, right? Oh, man. Yes. And of course yes. she has to get away with it. No, but she's too smart for the cops, you know? So, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's a female. Okay. Yeah. Done. What are we going to call it? Oh, my yeah. God. I so know. many. I, I, yeah. I think <laughs> be... a female serial killer, it's like, because women are just so underestimated. And they can, they're great, but we're great at multitasking as well. Like, so yeah. you know that it would be, like, she'd be successful at it. Yeah, Did you, know, you guys have the series Dexter over there? Yes. yes. Okay, so it could be like Dexter, but, you know, but so she's really likable because Dexter was likable. Yeah. Yeah. But also murdered people. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Amanda's like, and if her name could be Amanda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think I have an Amanda yet. So, yeah. Hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Fits well. <laughs> <laughs> okay if you were a chair what type of chair would you be and what celebrity would you want to sit in you what the hell man <laughs> yeah. um if i were a chair do i have to be a chair can i be like a bed I like you can be whatever yep. you can be look let's adapt Mm-hmm. um yeah i okay so i would be one of those have you heard of an uh i think it's called an alaskan it's not a king size it's bigger than a king size yes like size. Okay. yes yeah, i would yeah. be one of those beds and i think i would want um I, you know who, do, who would i want to lay on me and roll all around on me i'm kind of into harry styles right now i know that sounds weird but <laughs> not weird it's okay. not weird 
Really? Because I feel like, you no, know, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm his grandma's age or something. So it's like, oh, I, <laughs> I kind of feel gross, you know, like, oh, Harry Styles. But I'm really into that. I'm really into that song, Watermelon Sugar, right now. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So maybe he could roll, him and Olivia Wilde could roll around. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There's just something, yeah, I don't know what it is. He's just got so much sex appeal, I think. Like He does. He's adorable. Yeah. And he's sort of, effort, like, he doesn't try too hard. He he's not trying try. to be yeah. or anything. He's just cute. Yeah. I, yeah. Have you seen his, um, and it's so funny you say that, because it was only the other day I came across his um, audition on, um, what was he on, like, Britain's Got Talent or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of those. And he was just so, like... <laughs> Just nonchalant about the whole thing. He's like, he was yeah, scary. I just thought I'd give it a go, give it a go. Like they say I can sing. So yeah. I love, see, I love that. That's just yeah. like self-confidence to me. I hate it when people, you know, men try too yeah. hard to just, oh, I'm so cool. I'm such a, you know, go away. You know, I just find him very charming. Plus, yeah. you know, British thing. I didn't even know he was in one direction. I mean, I didn't even know any oh. of this stuff. <laughs> I, I, I mean, he's definitely um, had a massive glow up since Direction. yeah he has he has, has yeah, absolutely yeah. he was even yes. saying how he worked at a bakery and like simon <laughs> cow's like well what's the best thing at the bakery and he was just talking about his after school job <laughs> like it was just a casual conversation on stage in front of thousands of people it was all right amazing that's awesome that's confidence right there yeah okay if you were stuck on an island what are the three things you would take with you a tropical island or it like an Arctic island. island. Yeah, that's just that's so tropical. Tropical island. Uh, well, I'd have to have my contact lenses because I am blind <laughs> as a bat. So my contact lenses. Yep. Um, sunscreen. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else would I take with me? I don't know, like a lifetime supply of... <laughs> no, I won't say that. <laughs> please do, please do. <laughs> oh my God. Um... <laughs> Where was I? I don't even remember what I was saying. Oh God. I just, okay. So this is the problem when you start talking to writers, I think in pictures. So you asked me that question and I'm on the Island and I have all this stuff and then all this stuff is happening around me. I could just write a whole nother book about that. There's going to be a serial killer on this Island. On this Island. Um, she's got to have her contact lenses. Contact yeah. lenses. Yeah. What was the other thing I said? Sunscreen. sunscreen. Yeah. Sunscreen. You gotta, you gotta have your sunscreen. Um, yeah. And, uh, and, and some, uh, Guess I'll say my husband because he's probably <laughs> listening. <laughs> and look, that's very versatile, right? Because he can do a lot of things on the island. He can't. Uh, yeah, that's. If I was, if I was, yeah, I would need a man to do something because I don't want to. It's like, look at my manicure. I am not going to go chop down that palm tree. That's to make right. It. No, you do it. So yeah, put yeah, my sunscreen exactly. on my back, like you know, things like that. <laughs> yes, mm. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so. Have you seen the the trend? He's a 10, but mm-hmm. okay. He's a 10, but he doesn't chase you through the forest and have primal sex with you. That's Bye. Good. Yeah. He's going down to like below zero, right? <laughs> I just read but he's that. not a 10. I mean, no. I guess he could be an eight. I don't know, but no. oh god, no, we're just gonna drop down. We'll drop down further than that. It'll be like a five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He is a 10, but he doesn't send you letters to bring you back to him. (laughs) I, 
I mean, am I supposed to like be expounding on this? Because now I'm just going to cry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, he's not. We're dropping him down. No. He's not. no, he's really not. No. no. Um, okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh my God. Where did you get that? I'm just reading these questions now. I just added these questions in because I saw them on TikTok and I was like, that's hilarious. But now I'm looking yeah. at them and I'm like, they're quite vulgar. Um. That's okay. <laughs> my books are quite vulgar in case you haven't. <laughs> noticed okay would you rather sit on a cake and eat a dick or sit on a dick and eat a cake number two (laughs) (laughs) right yeah yeah i'm gonna sit on that dick I'm gonna eat the cake too eat my cake cake too like a great saturday night right right have my cake and eat it too yes You're welcome, Beck. You're welcome. (laughs) I didn't actually go down that far when when I was looking at it before. (laughs) I like to keep you on your toes. Sitting on a cake would be probably like very unhygienic. So yeah, we're not gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's just absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Would you rather have mediocre sex all your life or have the best best sex of your life only once? It's a tough one. Um, the best sex of your life only once. Cause then you, you would at least mediocre sex is, I mean, we've all had that, right? Yeah. It's just boring. Right? You don't want to so I'm going to go with the best sex of my life only once because then the rest of my life, I can just, you know, deal with myself with battery operated devices. That's true. If you're having mediocre sex all mm-hmm. the time, what happens is you get resentful and bitter and then you turn into a raging bitch. So I'm going to go with the other option. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love that you thought that through. That's fantastic. I just did that now. So that is great. That is great. Thinking on your feet. You can always like reminisce back on it, right? Like you're always going to remember. You can use your memory. Uh, You're welcome, Beck. I like to keep her on a toe. She doesn't realize what I put in there. I like to just add a few extra questions um, so that it just surprises her because I usually don't send those extra questions in until just before the interview so she doesn't get to see them. I'm (laughs) scrolling down. I was like, oh. Oh, God. She's not going to say that, is she? Oh, no. (laughs) Absolutely. We read spicy romance books for a reason. Okay. We do. We do. Yes, we did. That's right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We've honestly <laughs> had so much fun. Oh, and yeah, yeah. we can't That's wait right. to, you know, hear about the female serial killer coming out soon. <laughs> Called Mandy. I swear to God. And no, not Mandy. Don't call it so Mandy. They'll be, they'll be like wrecked on an island or something. Like they'll there'll be a cruise ship. Like so she did a whole bunch of serial killing. And then she was like, I need a vacation. So she goes on a cruise ship and she kind of meets a guy she's interested in, but the cruise ship, something happens, they sink or they crash or whatever. And then there's the desert island. And then she is overcome by these urges, like, shit, I think I might need to kill this guy. But also uh, I want to have sex with him a lot. So yeah, that could be fun. It's a real, it's a it's real bad. issue, isn't it? Like, is which bad. urge am I going to go yeah, for here? Right? Or for maybe both. listening, you're welcome. Like we've just yes, come There up. you go. <laughs> See, I'm just going to run with it. What's wrong with it? I freaking love it. I love I'm it. immediately. <laughs> I, I know I'm pre-ordering right now. <laughs> Oh my God. Then we have to work on the cover together. Cause that could yes. be really cover. Right? Look, I will, I, 
I will volunteer for the Are job. Are you guys down? Okay, good. All right, percent. I'll, I'll take as much time off work as you need to find okay. right. we need to make like, this. Which right. hot supermodel guy are we going to have her murder? Let's look through this oh. very carefully. <laughs> Yes. I mean, what, and then look, even if you can't find a picture, if we have to do a photo shoot, I'll gladly also. Oh, okay. See, I like yeah. where your head is up. Yeah. Right. And you I volunteer to be like the Vaseline spray. I can buy oil. all the oil. Yeah. That's fine. There you go. Okay. We'll yeah. bring it. We'll bring the props. It's fine. You guys Sorted. are troopers. Thank you. We really are. <laughs> They're very helpful. <laughs> I can even pay you by the hour for this. This could just be like, wow, I have my crew here. The body yes. oilers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If it's the a body oilers. mission, we're also down for that as well. Like, Perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. love it. Okay. like a lineup, all the models in a lineup. <laughs> we'll get them to strike in. different poses. Yes. Just because yes. we've got to, you know, get the visual. Actually, I feel like you need to unbutton your shirt and undo the button on your jeans. Yeah. yeah. More, more, yeah. More, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, yes, we can't wait to see everything that's to come from you. I imagine it will all be brilliant. Um, And hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Yes, definitely. We'll do it again.